We probably recognize this sound right away. It's a barbershop ensemble, and it's from the show Music Man. A barbershop quartet features four voices, and during an art scene interview with a group from Lewisburg one time, we learned about the magical overtone in barbershop. We're told the very best barbershop quartet can attain a specific sound, and that is the overtone where, according to Greg Dreyer in the Las Vegas Sun, the sound is blended so perfectly that it creates another pitch. There are four singers, and those individual voices blend so well that they create a fifth sound. It's beautiful, he says. It's the height of barbershop singing. It's what brings us back time and time again. and gave Averill talk to other barbershoppers who ask, what happens when a ringing chord is struck? If we could get a picture of this perfect chord on an oscilloscope, we could see what it looks like. What it looks like isn't important, but what it does to us through our auditory nerves is. The result is a tingling of the spine, the raising of the hairs on the back of the neck, the spontaneous arrival of goose flesh on the forearm. When all of this is happening, the human ear can hear only one sound through four voices combined to produce it. These four frequencies merge into a pattern which in effect produces a new sound, a fifth note of almost mysterious propensities. It's the consummation devoutly wished by those of us who love barbershop harmony. When you hit the right chord, it is just overwhelming. Our commentary is, did you hear the angels? Today it's called expanded sound, but we always refer to it as the angels, that overtone. That sound which is not sung. That from Gabe Averill in his essay, Bell Tones and Ringing Chords. When we read about the magical overtone, barbershoppers often say it's what hooked them first on singing in this style. For many, it's the be-all and end-all of their efforts. They admit to a musical addiction. As these singers experience the angels, as they're sometimes called, it's very much in contrast to what's happening here. Still a cappella, singing without instrumental accompaniment, more singers, but with a much different sound. This is the lyric consort of Northeastern Pennsylvania, 
founded in 1993 to explore the riches of the a cappella tradition from the Middle Ages to the present day. Over the years, this work, the Ave Maria by 20th century German composer Franz Bibel, became a kind of signature tune for lyric consort. The piece begins with these words, the angel of God visited Mary. And, as we'll learn from tenor Alan Baker, when the ensemble performs this Ave Maria that opens with an angel, as we just heard, they might close with an angel of the overtone kind, not because it's their goal, not because it's the be-all and end-all for them, but because it's a natural result of the respect they have for the music, for each other, and the listeners, because they are such keen listeners to themselves and each other, after 30 years of making music together with the deep, almost inexpressible bonds that come from that commitment to each other. And that's the word Dr. Alan Baker uses, commitment to each other, and to each piece they choose to sing, even when Dr. Baker lobbies hard for a motet by Hugo Distler and prevails in his desire. That motet and this work will be part of a Lyric Consort Christmas tomorrow night at St. Luke's Church in downtown Scranton. It's part of the celebration of 30 years of Lyric Consort performances. And Dr. Alan Baker stopped in at WVIA and had these reminiscences for us. The programs usually have been, there's some type of theme to them, or at least like this year's program, there's kind of a theme for the first half, and then it just is kind of hodgepodge for the the second half. You know, we sing at St. Luke's, and it's a beautiful space. We can turn the lights down, candles up in the windows, all that white marble. Um, You know, and Christmas is busy. I mean, for singers and musicians, it's very busy. And so it's, it is just kind of like take a breath and just, I don't know, slow down, chill out, that type of thing. Take a moment to think about what are some of the important things, which are not necessarily what's on our, our, our mind for the couple of weeks but, you know, before that. And so you do have that approach this year for us. And as you described it, it breaks it up into two parts in that way. Yeah, yeah. And it's all music we've done before so pretty much that's what we're doing this year is traipsing down memory lane a little bit if people will indulge us we're going to open with a big christmas motet by hugo distler who is we might circle back to him he's not a well-known name but he's always been someone that I've, I've really enjoyed. And I've over the years, I've made Lyric Consort, and I literally made them sing Hugo <laughs> Dissler. A lot of his music is published in this gothic German text that's near impossible to read if you don't look at it all the time, that type of thing. And, it, and it's difficult, but I like Dissler. But after that, then we're going to kind of launch into a a series of musical scenes from the Christmas story, like a lessons and carols without the lessons, if, if you will. And I'm, I like this. I, 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 feel, I think we've put something kind of neat together here. So the first piece is Adam and Eve, a really neat piece by Andrew Carter. And the text is, while it's called Adam and Eve, the text is as much maybe more about the tree. And it goes through the story and that they eat of the tree 
and the tree withers and the tree dies, but the stone, the pit from that fruit, that the forbidden fruit, uh, falls to the ground and a new tree springs. And I, th- I think the tree is is the tree of of Jesse. It's the, you know, the branch of of Jesse. So that kind of gets the story going, and then we stop at the Annunciation with the howl, spotless rose, which is, you know, the rose, Annunciation, Mary the rose. And then a little town of Bethlehem, a familiar carol, but in a really nice arrangement by Matthew Culleton. Is a group called the Singers Unlimited. NPR plays them almost every year on Christmas Eve. They just, his music is pretty prominent on NPR on Christmas Eve, and it's a beautiful, beautiful setting. Then a couple of Poulenc, because we love Poulenc. It's challenging, but it's beautiful. Yeah, it's challenging. It's quirky. I mean, French neoclassic, but a little bit of everything in his music. Sometimes it sounds like Stravinsky, but it might sound like the music halls in Can Can or... But I, I think he's one of the most important a cappella composers, choral composers of the, the 20th century. And he's got four Christmas motets, so we're going to do the Quim Vidistis, which is about the angels appearing to the shepherds, and then the Videntis Stellam, which is the star. And it's, so it's about the, the, the Bethlehem star and, and the Magi coming. So it starts when, you know, just three voice parts and, and the, the three Magi. And then we're going to finish with the Arvo Pert, which was the son of which sets that entire genealogy that's in, I don't know, it's in one of the Gospels. It starts off Jesus, which was the son of Joseph, and it just traipses through. It's like 72 names or something like that. David in the middle, of course, gets his big moment. But we end up, which was the son of Adam, which was the son of God. So it's that whole Jesse tree kind of set to music. And it sounds like what a weird thing to set to music, but it's quite it's quite interesting and beautiful and has these dance-like sections too. A lot of it is, you know, there's just kind of this repetitious statements of these these names, but it has these two really, really lovely dance-like sections and really builds to a to a, a big ending. So that kind of brings us all back to the Adam and Eve and the, the tree. And, and then the second half is just a bunch of stuff we like. You know, it's going to have some art music from Britain and Eric Whitaker, some carols like um, I Saw Three Ships and the French carol Ilene, a couple of jazzy things, a uh, setting of uh, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas that's quite lovely but quite difficult. It, it was written for the Los Angeles Master Chorale. And a little, a little setting of the Christmas song Mel Torme by myself. And uh, sorry, the highlight of the second half, though, is the Beeble, Franz Beeble, Ave Maria, which is a piece we used to sing a lot, practically every Christmas. And uh, we've taken it out of the rep for a while. It's time for, I think, to bring it back. It's, it's pretty well known because it, it kind of came to great popularity in the 90s when Chanticleer started using it as part of their touring Christmas. I, I I think it still maybe is. The Chanticleer Christmas might always include the Beeble of Emory, but it's a beautiful piece for seven seven part choir with the three part treble against four part male. And so this big, rich, beautiful choral writing interspersed with, with little unison chant statements and it's 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 nice if we hit it right at the end you'll get eight voices because the last chord is voiced in such a way that if you get it really in tune in the space you'll get a high c (laughs) so we'll get it we'll get it we'll get it we'll get eight parts on the end if we 
Sometimes, sometimes we get, we get it. And you will be presenting this concert for us when? Uh, it's this Friday, the 16th, at 8 o'clock in the evening at St. Luke's Episcopal Church, which is right there in downtown Scranton. Some things don't change over 30 years. 30 years ago, our first concert was out in Dalton at this little Baptist church, and we charged $10, and we still charge $10, so we just never changed. It was snowing, as I recall, in Dalton, too, and... Uh, there might be a little snow in the air on, on Friday night, but as long as it's not too much, that's, that's kind of nice, I think. Dr. Alan Baker, tenor and artistic director of the Lyric Consort, speaking about 30 years of Lyric Consort Christmases tomorrow night at 8 at St. Luke's Episcopal Church on Wyoming Avenue in Scranton, and he just reference snow at the end of our conversation and before he left he knew about the weather forecast that predicted some snow on Friday as well as of course the snow today so he will make a decision tomorrow about whether the concert is on or not but he will let us know and we'll let you know and you can check their Facebook page as well facebook.com slash lyric consort facebook.com slash Lyric Consort. And to learn more about the Lyric Consort, it's their website, lyricconsort.com, lyricconsort.com. A Lyric Consort Christmas tomorrow night at 8 at St. Luke's Episcopal Church, Wyoming Avenue in downtown Scranton, lyricconsort.com. And you can tune to WVIA for a weather update and check their Facebook page, facebook.com slash lyric consort.